You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, Buns, Buns. I want to give you something real, but I don't know where to start. Darling, let's make a deal. I want to give you my heart. I would trade anything for love. Hey, guys. I hope your week's going well. How you doing? The interview this week is with a good friend of Buns by the name of Don Giroux. Uh, I won't go any further into it just now, but yeah, how are things going? How are the trades treating you? Get anything good? I recently traded a bunch of Alice in Wonderland tea stuff for some alcohol, as one does, I guess, on Buns. Yeah, so if you're curious as to what other trades I've gone on on Buns, it's time for this week in Buns. Hey guys, welcome hi to this buns. week in Buns. Hi hi. My name is Koji, and I'm I am Callie B. It's it it's so much harder to do this stuff non face to face because I <laughs> I feel like I'd be like, okay, now you introduce yourself, but like in non verbal communication because. I feel I, I, I feel like just in the beginning of most episodes we end up stepping on each other's intros. Yeah. <laughs> or, I can't tell if you're gonna talk more. Yeah, or there's just like a, a gap in speech there. We'll yeah, get it one of these days. <laughs> We're either talking at the same time or there's not enough talking. So I can't tell if you're about to keep talking more. Yeah. It's <laughs> tough. It's tough. But um let's talk about what happened this week in buns what did happen this weekend bonds i don't have that many posts this week uh to be honest uh, i so, feel like facebook has stopped showing me um as many buns posts as it used to so if you're listening to this and something really cool happened this week that we missed please for the love of god either tag me in it i'm callie b uh, and you can also tag Koji or go to Bun's podcast zone and post the link there and we can talk about it next week. Like if we missed something really cool, please let us know. Totally. Well, let's start with uh, the most serious post that I have and we'll, we'll, we'll work our way down to the most wacky. Okay. But um, Samantha posted yesterday, posting this because I know it will be seen by a wider audience on Bun's. Our friend Erica went missing on Wednesday and her family's concerned for her safety. It's not like her. Please see attached post. If you see Erica or know anything about her whereabouts, please contact myself, Emilio, and Toronto Police immediately. So this is a pretty serious one. A lot of people bumping it. That's terrible. I did not see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty pretty intense and I feel like... Uh, if you hear any of this show, this is the post that you should hear, and maybe you can help out. So, yeah, I, if you're interested in, uh, I guess the, really the only way to do this is to go to podcasts. Our uh, story is to go to the Buns Podcast Zone and look at the links because otherwise you won't know what this person looks like. But uh, hopefully, someone can track her down. There are so many buns. Like, hopefully, people will just like keep an eye out. I mean, if we can find a lost bike, I would hope that we could find a, a lost person. Sure. Um. Okay. Well, I have I have a bunch of like kind of serious posts this week. Um. This one is time sensitive, so I'm gonna talk about it first. Um. And it was actually posted by Eli, um, who is one of the main. Uh. You probably all know him. He's like a pretty active um, admin in the trading zone and he was posting it on behalf of a bun who was a little too embarrassed to post it themselves because they have friends in the zone Um, and it's specifically for buns in the Ajax Durham region Um, so the post says uh, hey buns I made this post anonymously because it's embarrassing and I have friends in the zone. Anyway, my family, three adults and one child, are suffering from a bit of food insecurity right now. And I was wondering if anyone in the Durham area was able to help out anything, really. If anyone is close by and could put together a little care package for us, that would be amazing. I also have a few things to trade. Um, My partner just got a job and his first pay comes this Friday, so we should be okay after that. Um, I can only handle eating Mr. Noodles and peanut butter sandwiches for so long. 
my niece is also with me tonight and asking me like what's for dinner and I'm offering craft dinner Mr. Noodles or a peanut butter sandwich and she doesn't want any of that anymore thanks in advance buns you're awesome I'll watch this post and message you so um they actually did end up getting a meal being delivered tonight uh, and by tonight I mean it's Monday uh Monday night, the 15th. Um, But tomorrow, which is when this podcast will be coming out, they will probably need more food and they obviously like need some groceries and stuff um, to take them through to Friday of this week. So if anyone is in the area or like close and they feel like driving over, um, we'll post the links to this. I promise I will actually post the link to this ASAP because it's kind of important and uh, needs help like right away. Uh, mm-hmm. So head over to um, either search for Eli in the Buns Trading Zone or head over to the Buns Podcast Zone. Um, you can request to join and then we post all the links every week there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, let's let's help this bun. OK, well, I got a couple more serious ones. Um I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Hamida posts, hello, everyone. I have a refugee man from Sudan who is currently homeless. He speaks English very well and also speaks Arabic fluently. Unfortunately, I have no room in my apartment for him. I've encouraged him to stay in a homeless shelter as the refugee shelters have been full, but after staying at two or three different places, he feels unsafe. He has witnessed assaults and someone was murdered at a place where he was going to stay. He's been sleeping on the streets and stayed at a McDonald's last night. He's a devout Muslim and doesn't cause any issues. He can also pay up to four to five hundred dollars rent for a room as he receives welfare. He's been coming to me every day looking for rooms to rent, but has had no luck. We are trying out our luck with Airbnb. Please, if you can only take him for a week or a month, that would buy him some peace of mind while he looks for a more permanent accommodation he's situated in toronto please message me for details if you're able to accommodate him uh thank you so hopefully um he can find a place oh oh we have an update although she didn't update the post itself oh yeah just says, uh, he found something thank you for all your help and kindness that's great man yeah. once update your posts <laughs> yeah. the actual post there's a little arrow on the top right of your post you click that you can edit it you can add an update because when you just post it in the in the comments i've seen so many times where it's like lost dog or whatever and then they're like we found the dog and then people are still commenting to bump it and still being like oh no i hope your dog comes back just because no one ever reads like every comment especially if there's like a ton of comments yeah, um, yeah. so it really does help to update the actual post um, but so it's good that like they were able to find something. So. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's great. That's really good. Because that post was making me real sad while you were reading it. Yeah. Um, so it's nice that we already have a nice update for that. That's mm-hmm. great. Um, okay, well, I have another. This is kind of sad. And it's actually another lost item. Um, so... And it's like very fresh. This was posted 12 hours ago. Um, So Liz posts in Helping Zone, Buns, my husband lost his birthday gifts on Saturday. And I've been spending the weekend trying to get a hold of all cab companies of Toronto with black cabs. Finally finished today. No one has it. Um, So they're looking for a blank canvas bag like the normal, uh, like neutral. She posted a picture in the comments like totally blank and like beige colored canvas bag. Um, it was last seen at Bloran Dundas. It has two cards and a bunch of gifts inside. Uh, he feels terrible. So if anyone's seen this, um, please bump this post. And also, if you find a bag with like a bunch of presents in it, a blank canvas bag, um, it's Liz's husband's. Please give it back to him. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, that's... Uh... <clears throat> you got in a black cab and there's break. a bag there. It's uh, It's his. Okay, <clears throat> excuse me. So, uh, one more call for help here. Uh, there's a lady whose son needs an iPad solely for communication purposes. Uh, he is now ready for high tech AAC, which stands for Alternative and Augmentative Communication. Uh, he has an iPad, but it's for educational games, YouTube, Netflix. 
Um, but he needs another iPad strictly for communicating using an app called Prologue to go. Uh, name your trade for an iPad to unlock the world of communicating for this little guy. So, um, I mean, clearly he's got some sort of disability that uh, prevents him from verbal communication. Mm-hmm. And so they need an iPad for him to uh, to assist. Now, I know that um, uh, they say here later on in the post that an iPad mini, due to his, his disabilities, won't work. Okay. But if you've got a regular sized iPad, hook them up. Man, I have a regular sized iPad, but it's like the first iPad. So I'm not even sure if they can like be updated on the new, like the newest OS. Yeah. So it says here that the the first generation iPad won't work. Okay. They don't need the most recent, but it needs to be recent enough that it still gets Apple updates. Yeah. I don't think the first ones do. I have a really old one. Yeah. All right. Well, if anyone can help out there, I'm sure somebody has an iPad laying around they're not using that they can trade sure. for. Um, okay. So I have this This post is like kind of, uh, it's not as quite as sad as the other ones. It actually is sort of a happy one because this lovely person named Tiffany posted in the helping zone. Um, ISO, um, advice from Dr. Nurse Medical Professional, Professional Bunce. Um, she in the last week had two neurosurgeries, which is intense. Um, I hope she's feeling great after those. Um, and she said the care she received from her surgeon, the medical and uh, surgical and nursing staff and even the porters was uh, outstanding like the best she's ever experienced and she's a bit of a, a bit of a professional patient um she always said she always tries to show her appreciation appreciation by sending thank you cards or bringing in baked goods but this most recent procedure has the potential to be life-changing from a quality of life standpoint for her and she'd really love to do something a bit more meaningful um, because of how grateful she is Um, So the question was, what are some gifts that you've received from patients that really bring a smile to your face and make you love your job? Um, And I thought that was so nice. She's like, just help me make my medical team's day. So when I go back to the hospital for my follow-up appointments, like she can bring them something nice. Mm -hmm. Um, There are so many comments on this from nurses and RNs and people being just being like, this is so nice. Like everybody loves it when you know their patients bring in personalized cards and edible arrangements and there's some really nice suggestions in here and i think a lot of people just appreciated this post like a lot of people who like do that kind of work really appreciated it so um there's a lot of really good suggestions in here if you are someone who ever wants to i mean they're pretty good suggestions just in general not just for like nurses and doctors so if you have something you want to like say thank you to people that have helped you this actually this post is pretty helpful helping job did a good zone on this a uh, good job on this one well i've got another post that uh, is in need of help but it's definitely less serious um Alyssa posts, oh, magical buns, please help me locate the owner of this photo. I believe it belongs to the woman standing behind me on the train who got off at Bloor and Young about 20 minutes ago and must have fallen out of her bag. I would hate for someone to lose such a beautiful photo, especially if it's sentimental. Uh, There's a name and a date on the back, and it looks like a mother and child. Uh, They have not been able to locate uh, the owner of the photo but uh hopefully there's a, oh, there's almost a hundred uh comments on this buns is so good at finding people in photographs yeah i feel like we just got to get some more eyes on this and somebody will figure it out absolutely hopefully uh hopefully we can get that done soon yeah totally um okay so speaking of advice which my last post was i so i have two different posts where people are asking for suggestions of free things to do in toronto which let me just say um there are so many comments on these of free things free or very cheap things to do in toronto that i feel like everyone should go look at these and like maybe we should make a master list or something because the summer is coming up and it's great to have like a really good list of cheap and or free things to do in Toronto, especially mm-hmm. when it's nice out. So one was from somebody named Dove. 
um, in Bun's Helping Zone. And she says, hey, all, I'm super excited because after a long wait, I was just assigned a little sister from the Big Sisters of Canada. She's six years old, and I'm looking for suggestions of activities we could do together this summer that are low or no cost because that's the rules of Big Little Sister. Uh, what's good downtown for a six-year-old? I'm looking for things other than big attractions like museums and the aquarium, etc. I want to make the summer her best ever and would really appreciate your suggestions. Um, so, yeah, I just thought this was really cute. Um, I think it's really adorable that she's just like, I want to help this kid, <laughs> like have the best summer ever. And all the suggestions are great. There's like people are suggesting like High Park Zoo with the like petting zoo and like a lot of really good sort of outdoorsy, like fun kid activities. I mean, not even just kid activities, like adults can do these things too. Um, so Sweet. if you guys have more suggestions for this or you need some suggestions yourself, hit this post up because um, it was pretty good. And then the other one that was pretty similar um, was by a lady named Jeanette, and she posted in the main helping zone um, needing help for Mother's Day suggestions. Um, so she says, I'm a single mom on social assistance and have raised my son for the last 12 years without really celebrating Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. um, the reason I'm sentimental and I personally can't get around the idea of buying myself a gift or a cake or a meal out. Um, when my son started school, I started to get the crafts they make for school for Mother's Day, which made it a bit better, but I still get a little bummed out around that time of year. Um, help me make a good like help me help help me have a different mother's day this year please any recommendations for free things to do for mother's day i can go without a special brunch or meal but i just want to do something that day instead of just like watching movies um my son is autistic and doesn't do well in social situations or large crowds so like keep that in mind when suggesting things to do um he's slowly getting better in these situations but i prefer free activities because if he can't handle the activity and like doesn't want to be there anymore if it was free she doesn't feel as bad like taking him home um because sometimes he can have a meltdown so this post was just like people were being really sweet and suggesting free activities and then um about halfway into the comments a really lovely bun named hannah posted asking do you have a bathtub because i make bath bombs and all natural skincare stuff and i would love to gift you a set and this just really, I found this so heartwarming. Um, the lady from the post was just like really touched uh, that somebody would offer their like free natural homemade bath bombs and skincare stuff. And um, yeah, I even, I asked if she had an Etsy store that I could mention on the podcast and she doesn't. She just like makes these bath bombs and um I don't know. I just thought it was really cute. Like they had a really adorable exchange in the comments and they like tears were shed. <laughs> it was it's like really adorable. Kind. Yeah. So I thought that was really nice. So basically shout out to Hannah for being really lovely and um, helping make Jeanette's Mother's Day a little bit better. I hope she had a good one because we're past Mother's Day at this point, but and other so, people even are like dropping off a bouquet of flowers for her in the comment and stuff. So it's just, this was a cute post. Good job, Buns. I've got one more post for you. Okay. And it is uh, by, who posted this here? Sean. Uh, I was about to say the last name, but I'm not going to. Sean. Uh, <laughs> hi, Buns. I have a new baby girl. I also have a photo of her that needs to be immortalized in Buns culture. And it goes on. I don't want to read the description because I'll tell you right now that it is hilarious. So people Photoshop the baby onto the bundled up E.T. Uh, in the E.T. movie, <laughs> which is not Bun's culture. But then somebody Photoshopped the baby's face onto the man's face of, you know, the the man and woman sitting on the rock kissing while the girl, yes. a girl sitting on the rock <laughs> in the background. That was a so, very old Bun's Bun's post Photoshop war. Yeah, somebody um, posted the baby's eyes onto the closing time guy. Um, what? How did I miss this? Sounds like an epic post. <laughs> yeah, somebody photoshopped the baby into the Bun's troll. Ugh. Um, somebody photoshopped, and it goes on and on. 
Did someone photoshopped a baby, uh, the photo of the baby smiling with like grown up teeth, which is hilarious to me. Uh, anyway, sounds terrifying, and I don't. Yeah, wanna... it's great. <laughs> it's great. Um, that's amazing. I'm gonna yeah. go look at that immediately after we're finished the podcast because I didn't get to see it before. Well, that's the last one I got anyway. Well, that's not true because I know you saw this other post. Um, let's talk about I parked in a bike lane. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. So uh, Brittany posted on the main zone just two of these bright green stickers that say, I parked in a bike lane, hashtag I parked in a bike lane. <laughs> yeah. Which is, to be honest, like a little redundant, whoever made this sticker. But um, this thing has almost 100 comments on it, and people were like getting into fights. Um, as always on buns when there's any like cyclist versus driver in toronto kind of debate um that got a little heated sure. uh but if you do want these stickers a bunch of people posted pretty early on in the comments where you can actually buy them because this person was only trading two um a bunch of people were like upset or i don't know somebody people were even saying that if you uh because obviously if someone these these stickers are for if you're biking someone parked in a bike lane you're supposed to stick this sticker on their car and keep biking somebody in the comments was like yeah my friend did that and the person whose car she stuck it on chased her for half a block and like tried to drive on the sidewalk <laughs> to like catch her Whoa. and yeah <laughs> so they were like be careful because like some drivers can like get a little heated um but like to be honest like a lot of people were like calling it vandalism and like I don't know if no one has heard of Gugon um but even if you can't easily peel a sticker off a car you can literally just squirt some Gugon on it and leave it for a minute and it will come off very easily um so in my personal opinion and I to be fair like I don't even drive I don't even bike anymore because um my bicycles are still in Toronto and I'm in LA um and right. even when I lived in Toronto I also had a car that I drove around and if I parked in a bike lane and got one of these stuck on my car I would like know that I deserved it you know like anyway sure. <laughs> like I would be like fuck you're right I'm an asshole I shouldn't have parked in that bike lane it's kind of weird <laughs> like I can understand stopping in a bike lane you know like if you if somebody needs to get out or there's some sort of situation where you got to pull over for a second, but fully parking in a bike lane seems insane to me. Like that's illegal. Yeah. You know, like that's like almost like parking in front of a hydrant or something like clearly or not a parking like spot. Parking in just like a lane of the street that other people need to drive in. It's just a place that bicycles are supposed to be driving, you know? Like, yeah. 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 Anyway. Straight up rude. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> all right you got anything else for us uh yeah my uh, um what, probably one of my favorite buns that uh we've covered quite a few times on the podcast um and i don't actually know her personally um but good god i love this woman uh back yet again for i think the fourth time now is oh, the are. girl who uh was constantly buying ordering too much food <laughs> that she can't finish mm -hmm. uh, and then bunsing it and literally to be fair this is not one of her worst um offenses um this was just pizza uh previously it was like over a hundred dollars worth of um i believe we had italian food once and uh indian food another time uh and it was literally like she would just post the the entire order so that people could choose what they wanted because she was just like i have a lot of like chicken vindaloo left guys like please help me mm -hmm. um so back again uh i feel like i'm gonna pronounce her name wrong it looks like anna simone but as one word anna simone Anna Simone? I'm not sure. Um, but she's great. And basically, it's in all caps. And she's like, what's up? It's the girl who always orders more pizza than she can eat. <laughs> uh, young and blur. But, like, basically, I just love her because she constantly is, like, ordering too much food when she's drunk and then buncing it. Yeah, it's almost like a fool me once situation, except... This is, like, the fifth time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I love her. It's the best. She's great. Pretty great. Pretty great. <laughs> 
All right, well, um, I think that uh, all I can say right now is, Buns, keep up the good work. Uh, keep these hilarious posts coming our way. Yeah, keep being helpful and nice to each other because we love that shit. Yes. I love that shit. <laughs> yes, more of that, more of that, please. And uh, help the people that we mentioned today that need help. Uh, other than that, I don't know what else to say other than... Uh, Keep on buns in. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so we, we managed to get that. By the end of it, yeah. we're like, <laughs> we're like on. We're in sync. We're in sync now. All right, until next week, guys. Bye. Too much shit in your apartment? Get rid of it today on the Buns app. Available in the App Store, Google Play Store, or online at buns.com. So like I said at the top of the show, the interview this week is with Don Giroux. He is the mastermind behind the Buns web series, Nice Buns. He also helped with a lot of the Buns commercials that you may have seen, you know, the Maybe You're Into That commercials, and some of the Live From Austin Buns business. He's an interesting cat. Um, Full disclosure, this is actually the second time that I interviewed him. The first time... You know, there were a little bit of nerves on both of our parts, so we decided to redo it. So here's my interview with Don. Hey, bud. I'm here with Don. Do I call you Don? Call me Don. Call me Donnie, D Dog. But that's not that's not your real name, is it? No, no. Okay, well, we'll 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 leave the real name a mystery. I'm here with with Don, um, made famous by, amongst other things, a little ham escapade that I'm sure we'll get to later on, and the uh, Nice Buns web series. Yeah, it's been out for a year now, and we have almost two thousand views. But you've also you also helped. Uh, I don't know, produce, shoot, whatever the Buns commercials, right? Yeah, I helped Mort out a little bit with the ideas. Yeah, no, it's, uh, those are probably my favorite Buns materials to date. I actually shared one of the one of the commercials a little while ago because it was fucking hilarious, and people on my page who had no idea what Buns was were like, oh, "Yeah, I'm gonna share this too." What is it? Which one? Um, oh shit. It's, it was a while ago, so I'm trying to remember. Can you refresh My me? favorite one is the one where they're in the bathroom and they're washing their hands. And the guy says, like, are you on buns? He says, no, but I'm buns curious. Oh, that was the first one, right? The first one uh, they released? No, the first one was me and Christian. We're in, uh, sitting on a couch and then I have the little... I think the, the, the one... I, I'm pretty sure it was a sex joke. Oh, yeah. There was a bunch of sex, sexy commercials yeah with the riding crop yeah is it that one yeah i think maybe it was, maybe you're into maybe that. you're into that yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good one yeah um so we have idea man director uh what videographer i don't know i'm a, I'm a man of many talents i'm an ideas man uh don here with us to talk all things bun so where did you grow up can we talk about that yeah sure I grew up in mostly in North Bay, Ontario. And how was that? It's fun. It's pretty cool. Lots of trees. I've never been to North Bay, but I imagine it's quite different from from Toronto. Well, there's nobody on the beach if you go at the right time, and that's pretty cool. So okay, uh, aside from the beach, what what sort of things did you get up to in North Bay? Like, how did you uh, how did you come to this whole um, video sort of thing? Uh, well, my friends made videos or some, it was a, it was a school project. They made a video and then I thought, oh man, that looks like fun. And then I just started making videos. So you kind of cut the bug in like high school or something? Yeah. And in, in, in grade seven or grade eight, and we made a video where I, I, I found on iMovie, you could reverse the clip. So I had my friends jumping off of like roofs. Yeah. Uh, I, we'd have them jump backwards and then play it backwards and it kind of looks like they're jumping up onto, onto the, the roof. roof. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we took, uh, like, we made a music video of us, like, jumping onto things and doing, like, just things that you could only do if you reverse the video. That's amazing. Do you still have this video? Uh, I have, I have, like, this 
sequel to it. Okay. I, I can't find the original. Oh, man. So it's it's not as good as sequels usually are. Lost to the World, I guess this is before YouTube. It's probably somewhere out there, man. You know, I, I burned a few copies for my friends. Maybe one of them has it. Maybe you can trade for it on Buns. I would be so happy. I'd, I'd trade something good for that. So this was this was in North Bay that you were jumping off roofs? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, where to next? Did you just come directly to Toronto or were you? I, I went to Calgary for three months and I started working at a gas station. And then uh, after that, I went back to North Bay and I worked at a different gas station. And uh, I actually fell off a roof and I, I broke my back, uh, but it wasn't for a video. And then I, I moved to Ottawa and I worked at another gas station and I stayed there for like three years. And then uh, I went uh, I went cherry picking and then I went to, I lived on a boat and then I went back to North Bay again and, and worked at a different gas station, number four. And I was doing the night shift. So I, if, I, I have like a lot of gas station experience. Was it your fourth gas station or was the gas station called number four? No, it was my fourth gas station. Oh, gotcha. It was, it was a shell. Oh, ooh. Call yeah. out shell. Okay. So at what point do you go from pumping gas to, uh, I was going to say pumping videos, but that doesn't really work. <laughs> when do you, when do you make the switch from, from gas station attendant to videographer? Well, the whole time I was working at gas stations, I was like thinking about how to make movies. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I guess I, I was doing it the whole time, most of the time, Yeah, but not, uh, most of my attention was on the gas station. And I imagine at some point you came to Toronto. Yeah, I came to Toronto two years ago, or I guess two and a half now. Oh boy, two and a half years. So, were you? Did you jump on buns right away, or no? I wasn't on buns for. It took me a few months, and then I didn't use it for a long time. And then, actually, I don't think I used it for. Yeah, I didn't use it. I only just like looked at it. I thought it was cool, but I just didn't want to go to the trouble. And then I had to get rid of those hams. And then I thought, oh, this will be a good one. Okay, so let's talk about that for a second because it kind of went viral. It, it went viral, man. So let's talk about... Changed my life. <laughs> let's start from the beginning for the people who don't know the whole ham story. Why don't you kind of give us the your version? Well, there's like uh, there was like six hams that I had to get rid of and uh, I didn't want to throw them out. So uh, I, I just posted them on buns and I was kinda, it was kind of like this like jokey post like i was like smoking a lot of hash at the time yeah and I, it was like a little early in the morning yeah and then i thought uh oh like why not why like this is a weird thing to like give away six hams like we can make like a, a funny like story Turn behind something, it yeah yeah and then uh and then i like i thought like it, maybe some people might laugh but then it like a thousand people laughed and then it, it like they talked about it on the radio and yeah they talked to me on the radio but uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's been it's been a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> so how was it? How was it becoming um, buns famous for for trading hams? It was fun for a while, but now I'm like, you know, that's like that's like my old work. You know, like I've you've I've moved had past it. So many more laughs since then. How did you? How did you get hooked up with Mort and uh, the rest of the guys here at Buns? Well, because of the ham thing, they called me out for like a, a video interview that they were trying to do with some Buns, and then I met them, and I was kind of playing around with the with the ham thing. So I showed up, and I was I I said I would only do it wearing this pig mask, and I kept smoking cigarettes like through the through the nose hole, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And I was I was like playing it playing the part of like the the crazy ham guy for a while, but then we just became friends, and I, and I, I let them uh, I let them into my heart. Nice. Yeah, I feel like that was a a good way to win, especially Mort over. He he loves that type of shit, man. Yeah, he's always running little little secret psyops on everybody. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> to know what's real with that guy. <laughs> so. Uh, at a point, I guess they approached you to make the web series. Well, yeah, they sort of. I, I was always thinking like these guys uh, have like a really cool uh, like opportunity because because like you know there's so many crazy things that happen mm -hmm. all the time like just every day and every everybody who's like doing a bunch of trades has some weird stories. Right. It's like even better than Tinder for that, and and you get like nice 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 like 
human kindness stories and like also like human like rottenness but like lots of kindness lots of lots of like cool stuff and i thought oh this is cool and then one day like we were i had to get rid of a couch and i was saving this couch for so long i had the, i brought this couch back to my house like a kilometer on like two skateboards by myself oh shit and it took me like so long and i was and it was actually i only brought it because it was like one of those fold out like couch beds yeah but then i got back to my house and i realized it didn't have the couch bed part inside like i carried it for nothing it was like really uncomfortable because like the the cushions like sank in too much because the thing wasn't there yeah Yeah. and and i had a big piece of foam but it just didn't fit and uh it was just the biggest fuck up and uh but i i was like oh man i sweat so much for this couch i don't want to just like throw it out without getting something from it so so i hung onto it for like six months and and it was just like always in the way yeah and then um one day i thought i'm gonna get rid of this fucking couch forever and but like we're gonna film the we're gonna make a story about it so yeah. that we can you know uh so get you some value drill from it. for it yeah and the funny thing is i needed the drill like to, to like drill like my door off the hinges so that i could fit the couch through the door <laughs> so so it like all worked out perfectly and then like my friend barb was gonna be in it and i was gonna be in it and then and then her friend tom showed up yeah and he was just driving by and then we, and i was uh like hiding and and uh and then she was like, hey, come meet she, she, Oh, shit. I said my real name. Fuck. I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, got to keep the ruse going. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bleep it. So she was like, come meet Don. Yeah. And then uh, he came in and I jumped out and I scared him. And then I was like, you can hang out, but you got to be in the movie. So he, he got in the movie and we made it up as we went along. And uh, Jake and Abbott, my friends, my good friends, movie brothers forever yeah we uh we made it and then we edited it and and it was just like a short gag like sketch comedy thing and it was yeah. an editing project because we're all we all have like different styles and i thought it would be cool if we had like we had two cameras going we had a ton of footage and we thought we were gonna uh, all edit different versions of it right. and then show them all together yeah so like i did like a really short version uh and then abby did like a medium length one that was like really tight and yeah. then jake did like this like epic long one which was like so dark right and uh I, it was like it was a cool exercise but then i showed we showed them uh we showed like you know everybody the videos and, and like the video everybody like thought it was kind of funny and uh they they were like, well, you know, if we give you some cash, like, could you do a few more? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, we can do it. Uh, give me the money. And uh, they they didn't give me the money. I had to like, I had to keep being like, where's the fucking money? They're like, we can give you talk hands and tokens. And I was like, all right, that's fine. We'll make it work. <laughs> and we did. We we uh, we we got all the actors from Buns, and uh, I got a bunch of the props from Buns. But I had to go get a couple of them from like uh, my mom's house. But I mean, that was because I already. It doesn't matter. The, yeah, it all worked out. It all it all came along like really good, and and like I'm really proud of them. But then like you know nobody saw them. Not 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 not, enough. not, not enough people saw them. Yeah, I think people would really like it. It's like it's like it's like high maintenance. If high maintenance was like a little bit not as good as it is, <laughs> but like you know maybe that's only budgetary, or maybe you know what it's yeah. not fair. Apples and oranges, but like uh, also it's like you know it's like Toronto is in there and and. Uh, they're 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 legit they're good like i'm really proud of them and and i'm really happy that i had the opportunity because like i never had like any kind of budget before and then and like i was just trying to like do stuff for like 20 dollars you know and like begging people to help me out and even having like the little bit of cash that like buns was able to help me out with to make them like it made such a huge difference well i first of all i really like them i saw the initial the initial drill for um couch bit when when you had initially brought it in, Sasha was like, "Oh, I think we were actually in Vietnam at the time," and he was like, "Oh, you got to check this out. This guy fucking, you know, we could go brought in this video. Sure. Got to watch it." So we watched it, and I was like, "Ah, this is hilarious." Um, well, I first should first say that uh, all the actors in the web series, or a lot of them, I shouldn't say all of them, a lot of them were on the Buns podcast in one of the early episodes. So you should guys should head over to podcast.buns.com and if you're interested listen to the interview with them. But uh, yeah, so then I immediately watched all the other ones when they were ready. And it's interesting because I wanted to see more of them to see where it would go. It progressed, like obviously it started out and it was 
kind of a quirky comedy, the whole uh, red cup thing, yeah, yeah. right? And you're like, ah, oh, this is funny. Like, this is like a buns-based mishap, what have you. But then you make it all the way through to the to the last one, and it's just like bizarre. Yeah. And was that like something that came out of your head, or where where did where did the ideas for especially the, like the the stranger ones where did they stem from? Well, yeah, I mean, it, I, I guess it's like you know input output. Like it comes from uh, like I I mean I was a baby, you know, but <laughs> but I mean what what I mean is like like all those all those episodes like I was trying to write them. I was I had like written like four or five different scripts and i threw them all out because i couldn't figure out like like they were just wrong and Mm -hmm. then uh and i also i don't know like very like you know um a little bit uh without thinking about it told mort that i could have them all three episodes done in a month and that might have been a mistake and Mm -hmm. after a week of like trying to write these episodes and getting nowhere with it i thought oh you know what i gotta just schedule some actors and like grab some shit to trade and Mm -hmm. then i'm just gonna make it up and then so i like I, I scheduled everybody. I'm like Thursday, we're going to film episode one. And everybody's like, okay, fine. And like, now there's like, you know, money's there. Like if you don't get it done on Thursday, like you're totally screwed and like going over budget and that's not cool. It's only episode one. Right. And then it's so like, at, at, then I was really under pressure and I was like walking around in circles in my apartment and I was listening to music really loud. And then in like 20 minutes I wrote like a, a poem, like a, a, like a cool poem. Yeah. And then, uh, and I still didn't know what was going to happen, but I felt like really calm. Yeah. And then the next day we filmed it with the poem and then uh, it kind of took like a minute to like figure out how to balance. But then like we got through it and it came out really good and like some happy accidents happened and we got lucky. And then I thought, oh, maybe this is like not such a crazy way to do it. Maybe this is just like a little bit like, you know, like risk and reward. Like maybe if you'd like if you're not prepared in one way, but you're prepared in like a different way, yeah, maybe something cool can happen. And then, so like, I knew like the punchlines of like the next two episodes, like I made sure I knew what the punchlines was, but like the rest of the details were like how we got there. were like a little bit like sort of shaky, but it's also cause we're not working with actors. Right. So I have to be able to figure out the way that they talk. I can't give somebody lines and expect them to be able to bring themselves to it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a little bit of ad lib there. Yeah. Kind of sounds like uh I sat down a little while ago with the guys from Nirvana, the band, the show. Oh, yeah. And uh, they have a very similar process. I mean, they outline every episode, but there's no scripts or anything. They just kind of go. And especially in the web series days, they would, things would happen outside their house. You know, let's just say there was like an ambulance parked outside their house making a lot of noise or something. They would just go out there and film scenes by the ambulance being like, I can't believe they shot him or like whatever happened. And they may not use it or they may use it, but just because... You know, they don't have set pieces or anything, yeah. so they just got to let things happen when they happen. Grab that production value. Yeah, and I think that uh, I think you guys did a lot with what you had. And uh, is there any sort of plans to do another web series for you? Well, I'm I'm working on a new web series. Oh, you uh, are? Yeah, but it's not for buns. But if they want to give me some money, <laughs> hey, you know, I'm unemployed. Well, I kind of want to see what else comes out of the mind of Don. Can you talk about the... Uh, yeah, yeah sure man it's gonna be uh it's gonna be set in buffalo and it's gonna be called dirty dogs get the hose and it's all about a guy who uh you know uh without giving too much away he makes some new friends and he learns uh, about what uh what 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 the meaning of of friendship and brotherhood and and what it means to be accepted and and what it means to uh you know, face life instead of running away from it. He's on an odyssey. He's on a weird odyssey of, of, of in Buffalo. I'm very curious based on what, what else I've seen of yours, what this is, what this is going to be. But, um, what are you doing on the production? Are you writing? Did you, uh... I wrote it. I'm going to direct it. This guy who's really fucking cool named Aaron is going to shoot it. And then, uh, this awesome, uh, these two guys, Nina's gonna be in it from episode three. She's she's mm-hmm. introduced me to these guys and and we get along. We're gonna these are these are the dirty dogs and they're gonna get the hose. Nice. How many episodes do you think you're gonna do? Well, we're just gonna do the one and then we're gonna try to make like people like it and then we're gonna try like if they like it and we can get like a couple thousand bucks maybe like we'll do the we'll do more. Mm-hmm. But if if we could get money like if if money wasn't like such a problem, I guess we'd probably do like start out with like six episodes i think is like good to like set the tone you know like with yeah. ni- with nice buns i try to like th- like that's why i went so weird with the last episode because i thought like 
after this, if we can get more money now, it's like really widely weird. Like anything can happen. So that's one of the things that I loved about it. And I think I talked about it initially when I I had interviewed the actors. Um, I loved that you had started with a basic trade. Yeah. And then the second one, I think it was the second one with the Pokemon. It was a little darker. It was like dark. Yeah, it was dark. And then, you know, then, then like it, it, it like veers off into the bizarre and you kind of set the stage to be like, well, now I can just literally do anything. Anything can happen on buns. Yeah, it was it, it was like the Twilight Zone, you know, like yeah, you could literally just be like, oh, that's just an episode, and I like that. I I, I like that you didn't really just pigeonhole yourself into like, oh, here's some a bunch of quirky trades or something. It really helped that we had awesome music. Every episode has a awesome fucking song at the end of it, and uh, mm-hmm. like Morty's got a lot of good. Uh, musical friends and he actually I think he put up a playlist of like uh, songs I don't know that might not be true no I think he I don't know if he posted it no I think he posted it on Buns he definitely like sent it to all of us I think it's on the Vimeo yeah but it's good It's, it's really worth checking out and I got to sort of like cherry pick like the best stuff from there or like the stuff that fit the most because a lot there's a lot of really good stuff I couldn't use yeah yeah, th- there's a lot of people at Buns who know a lot of uh, musical talent. I've been doing a, a music-based podcast as well, and they've been help. They've been hooking me up pretty huge with uh, oh, cool with getting some people and so the Buns connection. Yeah, yeah, it uh, it's actually it's pretty nice. But um, so uh, outside of uh, Dirty Dogs, get the hose. Um, what what are you what are you up to these days, man? Right now, I'm working on. Uh, we're gonna open up a special gas station gas station um and it's gonna be super successful and i'm also uh in the process of uh screening for um to to become a a scientific uh guinea pig so i can make thirteen thousand dollars shit and uh if i make the thirteen thousand dollars maybe uh maybe it'll just be the budget for the next movie who knows maybe a lot of dirty dogs will get hoses if you get that 13 grand it'll rain cats and dirty dogs there you go all right well <clears throat> i mean if this was the other podcast i'd start reading your future but uh, unfortunately oh, what I'm C- can we i'm not a, i'm not the tarot card reader oh. so the music based podcast is uh we have bands in and we talk about like their past and present and then when oh, we get cool. to the future part we're like gonna read your cards i have an album out you do? Yeah, but it, I wouldn't recommend it. Okay, well, I recorded it in the gas station number four. It's uh, it's called a uh, Rock Obama vomit laser. Okay, and uh, you know what? It it it, uh, it 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 came from an unhealthy period in the gas station. I was going real crazy in the night shift, and I recorded in one night. I didn't have any instruments, so I just had to use mouth noises. Where do we um, where do we find it? That's on SoundCloud nice I, i'm pretty sure it's soundcloud yeah so actually that kind of brings up another interesting point because i frequently see you getting banned or not banned but uh temporarily kicked out of groups on buns you are oh no i kicked myself out you are n- notorious uh, i don't want to say troll but troll well, I, I, I think I'm like a really loving troll. And if you let yourself in on the joke, you, you're going to you're going to know what I'm talking about. I'd love to uh, I'd love to let myself in on the joke. Sometimes it's hard to tell because I remember the first time that I wanted to speak to you while you were doing nice buns. You're like, oh, I'm not I'm not I'm not taking interviews. I was really nervous. But and, you know, I'm, I'm still nervous. But now I, I, I know you a little better. So I trust you. <laughs> Are you still nervous? Uh, not as nervous as, uh, I, you know what? I guess I'm not nervous. I'm sort of twitching, but, but that, that like, could be anything. You've done some on camera stuff before. Yeah, that's true. But I was nervous for that too. Oh, were you? Yeah. So you're more of a behind the scenes guy. Yeah. I'm more behind the scenes, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to face my stressors. Mm-hmm. How's that going? Um, sometimes it goes pretty well and sometimes it's, uh, not so good. Yeah. That's kind of my thing with this whole whole ordeal also when i was a kid i used to be silent and i wouldn't really talk to a lot of people to the point where my mom was like you need to be more social she kept pushing me and pushing me she even once bought me a book by larry king by larry king yeah about how to talk guy yeah about how to talk to anyone anywhere or something like that holy shit 
and uh, it didn't really sink Dude, in. Dude, it sucks when your parents are trying to get you to be social, man. Yeah. <laughs> and they just kept like, she just kept being on me about how antisocial I am. And then she's actually started listening to some of the podcasts and she's just like, I had no idea. So, you know, dude, I, you know what? Work at a gas station because I was so much more, uh, you know, uncomfortable socially. And then mm-hmm. working at the gas station, it was a, it was a good introduction because you learn the script. And yeah. then sometimes, you know, one in like 20 customers is like gives a shit mm-hmm. and they're like deviate from the script and they yeah. throw you off a little bit. But, you know, it's like a comfortable, like good way to, to I don't know. I think that's one of the things I like so much about gas stations. So it's like just you just sit in there. People, people, you can talk to them. I feel like an overnight at a gas station, you meet some interesting characters. Not that many because not that many came in, but you really? know, some weird stuff happened, you know, definitely. Definitely. This guy this guy was gonna rob me once. Whoa. He came in and he had this big knife and but I had this like glass thing b- between us. Okay. But also the door was unlocked. So I was like, if he fucking runs for that door, I'm gonna I'm gonna run for that door and lock it first. Yeah. But he was like, I robbed a gas station once and I was like, What? He's like, I robbed a gas station, got away with it, used used this knife, told the kid, give me all the money in the register and I was like, Did that gas station have a camera? <laughs> and, nice. he, and he was like no and i was like this one has a camera <laughs> and he was like okay and he left and wow I, but it, i i mean like i don't know how it would have gone but i'm glad we had that glass piece for sure no good thing you didn't have to run for that door yeah that would have been tense i, I don't think i would have I, I think i would have just let him rob me actually yeah realistically fair enough fuck it yeah it's not worth it it's not your money yeah uh okay so let's let's circle back around for a sec to um dirty dogs here for us yeah when it's ready where can people find it i guess probably like just on my uh vimeo page or on my website it'll be on my website for sure is the easiest way to like say it here but my website really just like it's just a bunch of links that go to my vimeo page but i just can't remember what my vimeo address is sure yeah fair so if you want to check out the the latest and greatest go to uh www heyehey.com that's hey and then an e and then another hey it's like hey yeah hey yeah it, it, it's a you know what i didn't pay my domain fees so um i hope it's still up but i'm, I'm gonna have to i'm gonna sort that out real soon so we'll find out won't we yeah i guess we will roll the dice if you visit it are you still doing the um video for hire business uh you know what i didn't pay the domain on that one and I'm just like, I don't care. Like if like I am doing it, but I'm not, I'm just keeping it on. Like, like if somebody wants to have me do work for them, they just, just call me. Like, I'm not going to have a website. It's like, yeah. it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to have to maintain that. And, and like, nobody thought it was funny except for me. <laughs> Cause like, you know, so I guess if you want to get in contact with Don, uh, either go to heyehey.com or yeah, my, my email is hey at heyahey.com. So and nice. it's, you'll find it. You'll find it if you find the website. Or find him on Facebook, on Buns, Don Giroux. Yep. Giroux. Don Giroux. There you go. All right, man. Well, thanks so much for sitting down and chatting with me. Is there anything else you want to let the people know about before we go? Uh, mm, I don't know. Uh, I'm reading a really good book that I think everybody should read and you can get the PDF online uh, if you just Google uh, four arguments for the elimination of television dot PDF and it's got like a, you know the, the title not very good yeah content wise I feel like uh, you know I've read a, a few books lately and this is the one that I that I would push to people you're not a TV guy I am a TV guy. I oh, love TV, but this guy, that's why I'm reading this guy's art. I was like, come on, you what, you're going to eliminate TV? Yeah. But I'm reading it and I'm like, oh boy, this guy's really got a couple, he's got, you know, four good points, really like hundreds, but he just kind of divides them up yeah. into he, four big ones. Are you convinced? I'm only a hundred pages in and I'm totally convinced that TV is the worst thing that's ever happened in the world. It's so bad. Wow. It's really, really not good. It, I mean... That's intense. Yeah. What about the internet? How do you feel about that? The internet's better. Yeah. For sure. The internet's better because it's more uh, like open source and like, you know, because TV is like kind of controlled by like IC conglomerates, right? So like they also with the internet, you know, you can read stuff 
TV. I mean, like you're going to watch the news and get all stressed out, but the informational content of that, you can, you can read that in like five minutes instead of like sitting there for 30, getting all zonked out yeah. on images. Yeah. So it's not really the visual media that bothers you. It's more the, uh, the way that TV's kind of run and put together. Yeah. I mean, even like if you look at a commercial, you, commercials are never just like commercials anymore. They're always like, it'll be like a, com- it'll be like a TV commercial, but the TV is playing like Bell TV playing like Die Hard, And then like somehow they've like fit like three ads into one ad or like right. the Pepsi shit. Like it, yeah, yeah. it's like, Oh yeah, we didn't mean to be like tone deaf. It's like, yeah, you did. Yeah. The Oscars, all that shit, man. I hate that. Yeah. I hear you. I don't have cable or anything either. I yeah. just, uh, I just stream it. Netflix is really good at product placement too. Like the egos and stranger things are like in that one where they drive that, that one with Paul Rudd where they're like eating the like pepperoni sticks driving across the country. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I found myself really building a connection with those products as I watched those movies. That's true. Actually, you know, it like, it seems so obvious the egos and stranger things, but like yeah. it, it never really, I never really made the connection that like that's obviously a product. They they, they did it so well, right? Yeah. And even um like Rick and Morty, that Szechuan sauce thing, I was like, why are they promoting this shit? Like Szechuan sauce isn't even. But then you know what? Live action Mulan's coming. I wonder if they're gonna bring back Szechuan sauce. Well, mm. Ma- McDonald's mm. is already talking about bringing it back. But do you think that it's a it was a tie in with Rick and Morty, or do you think that they were trying to be funny because it was a discontinued product and and McDonald's kind of jumped on? You know, I don't know if it's worse to be paranoid or worse to know that you should be mm, but fair. i i would you know I'd, I'd be more surprised if it was a coincidence interesting interesting i i mean i'm a huge i, well, I wouldn't say huge but i'm a, I'm, a, I'm a definitely a fan of rick and morty and i feel like uh, me too i love it i feel Great like show. they're usually pretty good at being kind of off kilter but who knows it, either way it's smart if they're going to talk about a product that used to exist they got to bring it back yeah, I mean, they did it in a funny way, and they get a free pass because they're Rick and Morty. And right. They're really, like, the best thing on TV right now, probably. What else are you watching? Well, Nathan For You is really good, but that hasn't been on for a while. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, I've been watching Million Dollar Extreme World Peace, which is, like, super weird and Whoa. uncomfortable. I have no idea what that even is. Yeah, I, I'm careful about it. Like, I don't I don't show it to that many people because, I, like, I feel like it's, like you kind of have to have like an uncomfortable conversation after about like how it made you feel. Ooh. Okay. Like it's, 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 it's like, it, it, like, I don't know. I, it's, it's the, it's definitely, it got canceled actually. Yeah. It was, it was doing good. And then they wanted, uh, they wanted it to like make like a hundred episodes and, and it was getting like better ratings than Eric Andre show. And really? Then, yeah. And then Trump got elected and they were like, this is an alt-right TV show. And then I've been watching the guy's Twitter feed and I think it is. I think it is alt-right, actually. The, the guy, the main guy is definitely yeah. like... Uh, f- yeah, and it's like you're watching really? it and you're like, what's up with this? Because like, this is good, you know? Like, it's 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 kind of uncomfortable, but I liked it a lot. It, it was really like actually pretty inspiring. Um, I'm going to have to check know, that out Obviously, now. like, th- yeah, there. I think it's, like, leads to, like, a lot of, like, good discussions if you watch it with the right people. Sure. Um, but it's also not, like, it's not super funny right away. Like, I, I don't know. You kind of have to, like, acquire that sense of humor. I mean, certain shows are, like, like yeah, I mean, yeah. you mentioned Eric Andre's show. That's, some people watch it and they're just, like, I don't understand what's happening yeah. here at all. Yeah, it's, what, that Eric Andre show is also, like, when I first saw it, I l- watched season one all in one go, and then afterwards, I was like, why, why the fuck did I do that? Like, that's too much, you yeah. know? Like, your brain is, like, f- totally fried. But I'm getting kind of sick, Eric Andre, man, because, like, he, like, it really is the same thing every time at this point. Like, the, the best stuff is, like, the street stuff, and, the, and, and then, like, the guests, I guess, are, are pretty funny still, but I wish he would mix it up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, once you get to that format, it's kind of hard... To deviate it kind of reminds me of space ghost or something if you ever watched i never that. seen that oh man so <clears throat> i think a lot of what he does borrows from a it was a cartoon talk show called space ghost coast to coast <laughs> and they would have they would have actual people come on to this talk show not knowing they were going to be interviewed by a cartoon yeah and it was it was the weirdest thing wait how but it, the people were live action people yeah they were like actors and, oh, okay. and whatever and they'd come on and i guess they were being interviewed and they would just hear a voice and they would animate it later or something right 
and uh oh my god you should definitely check it out space ghost coast to coast yeah i feel like it would be it would be up your alley but like a, a lot of for sure the eric andre show comes from that i believe but like you know that talk show format there's only so much you can do especially because he's as bananas as you can get mm-hmm. like how do you take that to the, another level i don't know i i think that if you were going to do something different with talk shows you'd probably have to get uh like non-famous people on the talk show. Like, I think it would be cool to have a talk show of, of like, you know, this guy at the bus stop is like his, his daughter's going to be born tomorrow. And how does he feel? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like just have people who like nobody fucking notices except for like, you know, the people in their bubble and then, and then say like, Hey, like you want to come on the show tonight and like bring, bring back like, uh, you know, the people who are fun get there's plenty of people out there who are like interesting to talk to but like they don't have traction so yeah nobody listens yeah i mean if you could make it popular enough to begin with then people would listen regardless yeah so hopefully maybe have a mix yeah like celebrities and like regular guys one for them and one for you yeah yeah one 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 for them and one for me yeah man anyway good luck with the with the web series and in your future endeavors definitely keep me in the loop when uh for sure when the stuff is coming out and we can have you on again and talk about it or i can just kind of shout it out on the show or whatever but i think uh everyone should check it out for now check out the nice buns web series and demand from buns hq that more be made send in some letters yeah paper mail yeah snail mail yeah i'll pay for the stamps Ooh, if the show gets approved save your receipts yeah yeah well i mean if you if you get if you get that medical that medical testing oh, yeah. money Fucking, you can make I'll, I'll, make it I'll, rain stamps. Man, I'll make my own app. Call it, call it Dawn's Trading Zone. There you go. <laughs> All right, thanks, man. This cool. is great. Thanks, dude. Shut hands. <laughs> Music this week comes to us by the cool hands they are a toronto-based band you can find them at thecoolhands.bandcamp.com again that's thecoolhands.bandcamp.com the cover art was done by their drummer and the only other thing i know about them uh is nothing at all there's not much of a bio here, but if you like what you hear, again, Bandcamp, sorry, thecoolhands.bandcamp.com. Until next week, guys. <laughs> <laughs>